0: Hello, Emerging Writers! Welcome! We're so glad to have you guys join us again as we're technically still in quarantine, but trying to find our sense of normalcy again. And jumping straight into talking about video games and the writing in video games, I am joined, as always, by my sister, Jordan. Hello. The boys won't be with us today, but we do plan on bringing them back uh, at least once. We'll see if we can convince them more than that. (laughs) Uh, They were a little uncertain about it after (laughs) the first recording, since, yeah, it was their first time and they weren't sure they did very well. (laughs) But anyway... Yeah. No confidence with these boys. We tried to tell them that you just got to fake it. We're still faking it. Right? (laughs) Yeah. Brandon's like, I don't know anything about
1: writing. And I'm like, dude, do you know how much stuff we've talked about that
0: we're just talking? (laughs) (laughs) We're just really good at sounding like we know what we're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Or maybe not, I don't know. Yeah, maybe
1: we're not, and that's why we get no (laughs) feedback. (laughs) Everyone's like, oh, turn it off and don't tell them. (laughs) Uh, If it's terrible, please do tell us, though, so we can make changes.
0: Yeah, we're totally welcome to feedback. Um, We might hate it a little bit, but we'll take it seriously. (laughs) Oh Yeah,
1: so video games.
0: Yeah, so we actually technically kind of decided on the topic this month as an excuse to talk about Final Fantasy VII Remake, mm-hmm. um, because that's new and fun, so we were like, well, we might as well just talk about video games as a whole, and then we can try and get our husbands to join, because they play a lot of video games, I play a lot of video games, Why I don't not? play a lot of video games. Jordan plays no video games <laughs> at all, so today will be fun, as it's just yeah. her and me. I
1: like the theory of video games. I just, I'm missing that thing that people develop to be able to like, look at all the different things on the screen and know what you're supposed to do. It's too much chaos. And so I'm always lost. And if there's like a little flag on something, I never notice it. And I'm just like, what am I supposed to do? (laughs) And it also gives me like anxiety if it's high stakes at all. Man, I don't even like going into the caves In creative mode on Minecraft because it's just unsettling. I'm like, no, I didn't build this. I don't know where it goes. No, thank you.
0: (laughs) I'm the only one over here who genuinely likes creepy things. Michael (laughs) just doesn't get scared by anything. So it just bores him. So I don't want to see anything creepy ever. So I'm stuck over here with my husband who doesn't find any joy in scary games (laughs) because they don't scare him at all. And then uh, my brother-in-law and sister-in-law, who are terrified by scary games, so they won't Uh play them with me either. And I'm scared enough myself to not want to play alone. (laughs) I want someone there for support. (laughs) Yeah.
1: It's not going to be me, and it's not going to be Brandon. Sorry.
0: (laughs) It'll just have to be the cat.
1: Yeah. Sarah will keep you company.
0: (laughs) She'll just sleep the whole time. Which sounds better, really. (laughs) I like sleep. Me too. So anyway, the portrayal of stories, like storytelling is a little bit different in video games than in other forms of yeah, media, like definitely. like books and movies, um, mm-hmm. comics, that sort of stuff. So we'll be talking about a few of those things. Obviously, it won't be exhaustive. We're gonna be talking for like fifteen minutes or so. So <laughs> it'll be pretty overviewy, but I think it's really interesting personally. Because it, it presents different opportunities, I guess, Yeah. that really appeal to me personally. And I mean, of course, I love to read, but the like open world discovering the story as you go sort of thing really appeals mm-hmm. to me. Yeah. That's one of the things I love most when it happens in video games.
1: If I'm going to be playing a game, I like to do the little side quests that advance the story or tell you something about the land. I just get like anxiety when I have to fight something and that always happens. So I just don't play the games. <laughs> but I'm very much like if I'm watching Brandon play, I want him to finish every side quest. And if he doesn't and just walks away, I get so mad. I'm like, there's <laughs> juicy information in there. You need to you need to do
0: it. To be fair, not always. In some games, the side quests are totally pointless. True. They're just filler and they're not interesting at all.
1: <laughs> so,
0: there's kind of two major ways that the story is told in video games. One is through like dialogue, scenes, cutscenes, that sort of stuff, mm-hmm. like active story portrayal. And the other way is like the mechanics of the game, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, or not mechanics, but like the presentation itself. Yeah what you have to do to
1: get through the game.
0: Right, yeah. In like a book, you have to describe everything that's going on. In a movie, you only have time to focus on what's actively important. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna do any sort of world building or foreshadowing, um, that isn't necessarily important to the specific plot in that movie, it kind of has to be glanced over as more foreshadowing sort of a thing. Mm-hmm. Like like, when you had um, the whole Marvel build-up to Infinity War, they had some of that foreshadowing and um, lore build-up, yeah. but it kind of had to be glossed like, over a little yeah. bit.
1: Sprinkled in here and there, but, like, you kind of had to be paying attention, and they couldn't really spend much time on it.
0: Mm-hmm. It's a little bit easier for you to be like, ah, that's that's a thing that they focused on, so it's going to be important at some point. Yeah. Whereas when you're playing a game, especially if it's like an open world game that gives you the opportunity to go exploring on your own and kind of mm-hmm. finding out what bits of lore and world building and information and history that they've trickled in, it, you don't necessarily know if that's going to be important to something later on, but it's still interesting because it's building up this whole world that you are actively exploring and getting to know and interacting with.
1: Yeah. I think that's so interesting. If there was just a really really boring game where i could just walk around and be a person i'd probably be into that you just want to be an npc yeah i want to be an npc <laughs> you want to be a merchant selling stuff but you yes. can still like wander around and i can wander around and see what the other merchants are doing and tell them hey but i don't have to like get into the conflict of the
0: game <laughs> You'd just be foraging you're like well i'm a seamstress so i'll go shear the sheep
1: <laughs> <laughs> gotta make some uh yarn for my uh dresses oh no
0: the demon lord is here <laughs> Well, time to close shop early, I guess. Good night,
1: everyone. <laughs> Come get me when it's over.
0: <laughs> maybe maybe we'll make that game someday where you have that opportunity. I feel like it needs to be some sort of MMO type of thing where you can just pick to be a random character is <laughs> <It's> not important. <laughs> you can be the sidekick that just tags along and like mends, yes. mends all the clothes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Love it.
1: That's my kind of game. If there's any that you know of that are like that, very low stakes, let me know. I don't want to fight anything at all.
0: But I want to play. It's fun. (laughs) I mean, there are definitely already games out there that are pretty low stakes. There's a lot of indie games that aren't necessarily Mm battle-focused. They're more story-focused. So that is a thing that's emerging more and more as storytelling is evolving in video games. Yeah. There, there's a lot of them coming out that are basically interactive movies, Mm -hmm. I guess. Choose your own adventure type things.
1: That's pretty fun. I enjoy watching people play games, especially, you know, ones with a story like we just did Final Fantasy VII Remake. I liked watching it and seeing what was going on without having to fight anything or feel like it was up to me to fix the problems.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it depends on the game whether i would prefer to watch someone else play or whether i want to play it myself i'm very picky about the mechanics Mm -hmm. um so a lot of the times i don't know just depending on whether it looks fun to play to me um i'll either want to play it myself or watch someone else i guess that was very lengthy for no reason at all (laughs)
1: Here's this long explanation where I say basically nothing.
0: (laughs) Right? I feel like that's my life.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I feel like the world building in games is super interesting. That's definitely one of the things that I would get into.
0: You'd be hella into that world building shit. I would, yeah. I
1: need to start writing something where I get to build a magnificent world. I get really into... The uh, world building when I'm doing stories and I have all sorts of weird stuff. It's really hard when it's fan fiction because the world's kind know. of predetermined. Yeah, it's it's already there. I don't really need to explain anything that's going on, but I really like, especially if I make an original character and find ways to tie it in with the story in interesting ways, I really like to do that. Not that I've posted my story really where I've done that or finished it, but... <laughs> <laughs> It's it's on the way
0: eventually. Someday. Someday. In the future, before we all die. I don't Gosh, know. Gosh, I hope
1: so. Sometimes <laughs> I think of, I'm like, what if I die and I just have all these, like, unfinished stories sitting on my computer? What's going to happen to them? It's like, I need to They're appoint go somebody away. to finish them. <laughs>
0: They're going to go away.
1: No, I can't. That, that inspires me to write just because I'd be really sad. <laughs> I mean, would you, though? Because you'd be dead. I don't know. Depending on, like, what happens... You know, I could be somewhere in the great beyond looking down at my empty computer being like, somebody, please turn it on. Finish the stories. What if I became a ghost and that was tethering me here? (laughs) I'm just like, please finish the story.
0: You know what I've never considered? What? So like take the idea of reincarnation, right? Mm -hmm. Imagine you wrote. A story and it got published, Mm -hmm. and then you died and got reincarnated and read your own story and really liked it. (laughs) How meta? That would be
1: so ridiculous. We would love
0: it. (laughs) What if you inspired yourself with your own story to write a story or like fan fiction? Wouldn't that be super weird?
1: (laughs) Gosh, yeah. Or if like we find out that like our past lives are the stories that are in our head and won't leave us alone, we're like, oh, apparently that was me. Hmm. Well, that in itself sounds
0: like an interesting story idea. Right. Hmm.
1: Somebody write it. I'll read it. Yeah, it won't be us. We won't <laughs> write that one. I'm I'm too uh, lazy for that, but
0: maybe someday. <laughs> anyway, yeah. One of my favorite things to do in, like, open world stuff, because the, the more linear games that kind of push you forward, you don't have the same sort of opportunities to unravel things on your own yeah. and kind of find stuff out. But the games that like hide things in there for you to find out about the world and the lore and the history and, like that sort of stuff. As someone who one of their favorite parts about writing a story is sitting there and figuring out how this new world works that I'm creating, mm-hmm. that's my jam. Like I love it. <laughs> I think it's one of the main reasons I love open world games as much as I do.
1: Yeah. You know, that kind of makes me think of on Final Fantasy VII Remake, how... Brandon and I kept making Cloud go and, like, try to open every door he wasn't supposed to, especially if someone said no, just to see what would happen. And he'd be like, oh, don't do this, you weirdo. (laughs) (laughs) But they'd always give you the option to try. And I was like, thank you for that option, even though he was going to be like, oh, no. (laughs) (sighs) And they told him not to open a lot of doors, which is weird. (laughs) I don't know who wrote that in but I like it. <laughs> I feel like the pacing that you have to do on t- telling a story in a game is so wonky. Yes, it <laughs> is. Especially when it's a game that has like an overarching story and then also side quests.
0: Yeah, any game that doesn't force you to run like headlong into the action constantly mm-hmm. um is going to have to deal with the whole the world is on fire, you're all gonna die. And you're like, cool, 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 yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go get some cats. <laughs> no, I'll get there. I know Eventually. the demon lord is, you know, right on us. But like, <laughs> give me a second. I wanna go polish my shoes. I need to get that achievement. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't gotten the bullseye enough times yet.
1: <laughs> oh, gosh.
0: Yeah. So there, there's definitely the, uh, the break in... Um, <laughs> I don't know, urgency the, yeah urgency that you don't necessarily have with literally any other <laughs> medium of storytelling except right. maybe if you're like oh I'm so stressed right now that this thing is happening I'm gonna put my book down <laughs> but like still not the same sort of yeah. thing you know
1: <laughs> yeah I noticed that on Final Fantasy 7 too every time you were about to go to a new chunk they'd be like is there anything you want to do? Because this is the time. And I'd, every time I wanted to be like, yeah, let's just turn around and go back to the city. It's fine. Oh my gosh. I've got some stuff to do.
0: Michael, I was watching Michael replay the very last bit. hmm And they're like about to jump headlong into like the very end of the game, right? Mm-hmm. Stakes are real high. Everyone's going to die. Otherwise, you know, end of video game stuff. And they're like, do you need anything? Like, you should go get it now. <laughs> and so... He turns around, and he goes to, like, the vending machine where you can buy stuff, and you just see all the characters in the background, just far in the distance, just standing there waiting for you. (laughs) I was like, okay, (laughs) that looks great.
1: Uh, (laughs) Man, it's so funny. Like, just hang on a second. I just need an energy drink real quick. I'm just really tired. Like I'm so thirsty right now. We just fought a bunch of things and I don't even know if they have juice where we're going, so <laughs> hang on. We're jumping into oblivion right now. Like I just need to sit on that bench for I a second. I need a snack. <laughs> what if what if I need some jerky? You know, I'm out, so <laughs> might be a while before I can get some again. You never know. Gosh. <laughs> yeah, that's such a funny thing about games. <laughs> I love it.
0: I think it's going to forever be a problem with balancing out, like, giving the player freedom and also making the story feel impactful. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think the important thing in those cases is to make sure that when you do get into the story sequences, they, like, stick with you, I guess. Yeah.
1: Yeah, they're hard hitting and Mm -hmm. enough Mm -hmm. to keep you drawn into the story no matter what. Mm-hmm. Side quest you go do. Yeah. Yeah, definitely.
0: I also think they're they're immersive in like a different way than reading is for me. Yeah, because like books watching are movies.
1: Books are more immersive for me than movies because you mm-hmm. know you get more information and more in the characters' heads a lot mm-hmm. of times. But games are just something else.
0: Like When I'm watching a movie, I'm always aware that I'm watching a movie. Mm -hmm. When I'm reading a book, and I'm not one of those people who, like, envisions things in their mind the whole time. Mm -hmm. Um, My brain just doesn't think like that. But when I'm really engrossed in a book, everything will just sort of fade away because my brain is really concentrated on this thing in front of me. I'm, like, in the zone. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm just super engrossed in what I'm doing. But that's still different than when I'm playing a game because now I am the character and like I'm making things happen and mm-hmm. move forward and it's my choices and stuff like that. Even even if it's, it's not the sort of game that gives you the opportunity to have impacts on like the ending. Like mm-hmm. there are a greater number of games coming out that give you choices that actually affect the ending in some way, like change it somehow. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, They're set, right?
1: Mm -hmm.
0: You're on the journey and you're just plowing through it. Yeah, but I still am setting the pace myself. And Mm -hmm. like when the character dies, I have to redo things. So like the stakes feel higher when we're fighting than if I'm reading a book, that sort of thing. So the immersion is different, Mm -hmm. but I don't necessarily know if it's greater.
1: I feel like it's just a different type
0: because
1: you're more connected with the world and the side characters and all the little things that they introduce in the game
0: Mm -hmm.
1: whereas you know with reading you only really get to care about whatever they present you with Mm -hmm. but games you can just go discover something and I think there's more options for them to throw extra little things in there yeah because you can't really do that in a in a book because you know you're gonna bog your reader down with too much random nonsense and it gets tedious Mm -hmm. when you're supposed to be you know going along with a story but Games, you can just do so much more with extra things. Yeah. Because, you know, people can choose to do it or not. Mm -hmm. So if you like those things, you can, but you don't have to.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it means you also have to balance out making side quests interesting and memorable and, like, adding to the world without, if you skip it, taking away from the overall story. Mm -hmm. Um, There's also that balance, kind of like I mentioned before, um, with a book the The only balance you have to have is interesting story and characters and mm-hmm. good writing, right? Yeah. With a game, you also have to have um, like mechanics that work really well. Mm-hmm. Like the gameplay has to be fun and engaging. It has to be challenging enough to keep. People playing, but also not, it has to allow for people who aren't as great at games to be able to enjoy it. Like some of the older games are very unforgiving, (laughs) and people who aren't very good at games will probably never enjoy them. Yeah. Right. So you have to have that balance between your story being engaging enough for the people who maybe don't care as much about gameplay, Mm -hmm. but then the gameplay still has to be good enough for those people. And then for people who are mostly only interested in the gameplay, it has to be fun for them. Yeah. So there's, like, different things they have to balance, and I feel like it's a harder balance to make.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Because the gameplay can also enhance the story in itself. Like, the way that you interact with the world can be aiding in the story Mm -hmm. and its presentation, that sort of thing. It's kind of like uh, first-person perspectives versus, like, third-person perspectives. Mm -hmm. Like, you even have those exact things in video games. Yeah. You can be, like, the first-person camera, or you can be an over-the-shoulder or, like, a bird's-eye view, Mm -hmm. and that changes the story. Yeah. And how it's told.
1: Yeah, there's so many options. I'm kind of glad that video games are becoming a bigger, more well-accepted thing to do, Mm -hmm. and that they're, you know, becoming more accessible for people, because they're really fun. My kids really love them. I mean... I make them read all the words on the screen and it's great.
0: Yeah. it Helps you learn to read and read fast depending on the game. <laughs> yeah.
1: Courtney was so excited to play um, Pokemon or something
0: mm, Yeah, because
1: she finally learned how to read mm-hmm. and she could like follow along the story and see what was actually happening and read the conversations and she, it made it so much more exciting for her. So I think that really helped her boost her reading skills
0: because she wasn't really
1: into books for a while. She's getting better now, but I was like, oh, I don't know what I'm going to have her read,
0: because she won't sit and read a book. (laughs) But games with dialogue, she loves that, so. Yeah, when I first picked up Zelda on the N64, I was still kind of getting my footing with reading. Like, I did like reading books. I think it was also around the same time that I picked up reading the Mandy mystery series, Mm -hmm. so my reading was starting to really pick up. But uh, yeah, it was one of those games that don't have any sort of voice acting, so you have to do all of the reading. And in some places, the uh, dialogue just continues to go. Mm-hmm. So like you have to read fast enough to figure out what's going oh, on. Yeah. there's no like pressing A to continue. it's just going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For the most part, it, it'll do like a few sentences and then you progress as you want. But there are a few like cut scenes mm-hmm. where it just yeah. keeps going without you <laughs> with or without. Yep, that's true.
1: I'm really hoping that Nick, as he learns to read when he starts kindergarten, hopefully this fall, if they have school, we'll see. Um, (laughs) See how the
0: world goes.
1: Yeah. At this point, he's playing, like, Minecraft, and when he wants to search for something, I tell him the letter, and he has to look for it on the keyboard, so I'm using it for, like, letter recognition. I'm like, yeah, cheating the system again. (laughs) Uh, But... Both of them really get involved with stories and love to tell me about what happened in their video games. So I think it's a really good way to introduce them to stories and new worlds.
0: Yeah, and reading in general, especially if you have them play older games or stuff like that that don't have voice acting in them. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I feel like like fiction is meant to whisk you away, right, from the real world. It mm-hmm. It's an escape. Yeah. And it lets you dream and experience things that you probably never would or never could, Mm -hmm. right? Especially with, like, high fantasy stuff or fantasy stuff in general. Oh, yeah. Those those worlds and things don't exist. Magic doesn't exist, but... But you can be an
1: elf or use magic on a game in a very, like, realistic way so it feels real for you.
0: Yeah. Like, what cooler way is there to experience a world that doesn't exist than by actually being able to wander and explore and learn about this place by being in it. Like, I just don't think any other medium has the degree of possibilities Mm -hmm. at its disposal for, like, world building and, and the subtleties of storytelling through little bits of information that you can find. Yeah. So it's, I don't necessarily have a favorite means of storytelling, But video games are probably one of my favorite things. And I would absolutely love to get in on, like, writing side stuff for a a video game. Like, helping world building stuff like that. That'd be so cool.
1: (laughs) You would be so good at that. That'd be awesome. It's my favorite. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, someday. We'll get there.
0: (laughs) I'm trying our best. Just got to keep writing. putting, Putting my my best foot forward or just any foot forward really (laughs) stumble and fall crawl my way (laughs) crawling your way out of the non-writing pit (laughs) right I gotta finish my writing for today I've got most of it (laughs) yeah so what kind of video games do you guys like or do you play video games at all have you considered the story elements in them yeah Let us know by hitting us up on our Facebook group, Writers Emerging, or you can get a hold of us on Twitter, Tumblr. We have a Discord that um, you guys are welcome to join. You'll have to message us on one of the other places first so you can get a link, but we're Mm -hmm. happy to have you there. Um, Otherwise, we'll see you guys next week. We'll be bringing the boys back for sure, I hope, to talk Mm -hmm. about Final Fantasy VII, the remake, (laughs) and a little bit of the original. Yeah. Bye.
1: Bye.